Welcome to Towards Leadership from Leadership Letters, the podcast reflecting on and discussing all things leadership. I'm Lizzie Bentley Bowers. Thank you for joining us today, a new season. And if you're new here, here's the heads up that these episodes Towards Leadership are about how as leaders you can go towards the ideas, insights and inspiration you get from hearing our guests over on our sister podcast, Leadership Letters, and apply them to your leadership. The impact of leadership is everywhere, and the world needs leaders that are equipped to go towards anything and everything their world of work presents to them, and contribute to better, happier, sustainable and empowered workplaces. And it's our mission to help you do that. In today's episode of Towards Leadership, we're reflecting on our conversation with the co-founders of the Radio News Hub, Stephanie Otty and Jamie Fletcher. Tons for us to get our teeth into from Stephanie and Jamie. So let's begin by talking about talking. I don't think it's necessarily common to find two people who work so well together and so closely together. I mean, as Jamie alludes to getting in the car and getting on the phone, we probably make I would say in excess of 20 phone calls to one another during the day. It's it's just a constant, we just have constant dialogue all the time. Uh, we're always talking, we're always exploring new ideas and we're just always chatting things through. I was really struck by Steph and Jamie's response to the question of how they navigate disagreements. They didn't feel like they did disagree on anything. But as we continued talking, what became clear was that this isn't about not having differences of opinion or different approaches to some things, because they do have that, and are still very much individuals. Nor was it about avoiding disagreements. For them, it's the constantly talking things through that means that disagreeing about something is simply another conversation. And if they aren't aligned or don't have a way forward, they keep talking. And whilst in some ways that is stating the obvious, I think it's quite rare that neither party feels like they have, in inverted commas, lost something when it comes to a disagreement. In his work on facilitation and mediation, Roger Schwartz talks about the impact of trying to win the conversation. And it's a question we often pose to leaders. To what extent, consciously or unconsciously, are you trying to win the conversation? And what impact is that having on the quality of the conversation and on the relationship? and on the outcome. These are questions that often reveal all sorts of useful insight into the conversation you think you're having versus the conversation you are actually having. Jamie and Steph's insight that it's the relationship and the frequency and quality of discussion that removes the sense of disagreement and keeps it at a level of just another discussion could be an insight that you could apply too. And there's an interesting question around assumptions here. We wrote about this last year and we'll pop a link to that in the notes. The core assumptions noted by Roger Schwartz include, I understand the situation, those who see it differently don't. I am right, those who disagree are wrong. I have pure motives, those who disagree have questionable motives and my feelings are justified. When we look at these core assumptions, that can be at play when we disagree, it makes sense that the better the relationship and the stronger the alignment on where you are headed and what matters to you as leaders, the less likely that you'll carry those core assumptions into a conversation. So something to reflect on as you consider the week or month ahead is where might potential disagreements benefit from being treated as sources of information about relationships 
and about the ongoing conversations you need to have. How might you move one of your working relationships to a place where the emotional charge has been taken out of disagreements because they are, like everything else, simply another important discussion? All of which connects to another insight Jamie and Steph shared around your people being your best PR. It's that keeping in line with everyone that's, that's moved on, but actually keeping that open conversation about come back. How are your conversations going to be remembered by your colleagues and spoken about in five or ten years' time? And what does that perspective offer you as an insight into how to go about your conversations now? So let's head into our read, watch and listen to recommendations, because I absolutely love Jamie and Steph's responses to this question. So firstly from Steph was the reminder to look to the resource around you. She talked about a number of influences on her leadership, including her dad. And it really struck me that when we're in the business of the day to day or wrestling with a challenge or problem, we might forget the full range of people whose expertise and experience we could call on. Sometimes we can even find ourselves in a place where we think we have to do it on our own. So as you look at one or two challenges ahead this month, whose advice or counsel could you seek? Note them down. Think both within and beyond work. Think past as well as present. Think in terms of people who do something totally different from you, as well as those in your field. And then maybe note down, if you could ask each of these people just one question with regard to this challenge, what would it be? Some of these people may not be available to ask, but even thinking about what they would say can give us some really useful, fresh perspective. And this might be a useful nudge to get some conversations into the next month that remind you that even when you feel like you have to solve something on your own, there is always someone you can talk it through with. If you've listened to the podcast before, you'll know we are big fans of taking breaks. And Jamie's advice to switch this podcast off and listen to something else is, grudgingly, great advice. We'll put a link in the notes to a newsletter we shared recently where we reflected on the intensity of rest in relation to the intensity of work. So if you've read that newsletter and you're already all signed up, great. You can do exactly what Jamie said and switch this podcast off. If not, though, here are some more resources for you. A great article to read on the subject of rest. It's a Harvard Business Review article by Alea Cooks Campbell, and it's called Seven Types of Rest. So Cooks Campbell offers us seven different types of rest, creative, mental, physical, social, emotional, spiritual and sensory and also offers some really great suggestions on how to rest in these different ways so as you're thinking about what you could do to switch off for 20 minutes or switch to something else for 20 minutes there's some fabulous insights and ideas in this article and that takes us to our to watch recommendation as jamie said being absorbed in something is its own kind of rest so whether it's something you've always loved to do or rekindling something you used to love or discovering something new, there are thousands of creative, linguistic, sporting skills we could get our teeth into. So the To Watch recommendation is Hobbyman with Alex Brooker, where in a hugely entertaining way, you see Alex Brooker and a different companion in each episode experiment with, try out, some kind of new hobby. So if you're in need of a bit of activity inspiration, this is a great place to start. 
And if arguably the ultimate rest is sleep, then a great resource to listen to is the 600th episode of the Rich Roll podcast called Sleep is Your Superpower. Full of insights, tools, techniques and ways to improve the quality and the quantity of your sleep. So that's it for today. As ever, you'll find links to everything we've mentioned in the notes that accompany this episode. A final question for you. Who comes to mind if you think about someone who'd find something in today's episode useful? If you could pass on a link to this podcast to that person, that would be great. It's genuinely useful to us, as is following us, so that you don't miss out on future leadership resources. Over at towardsleadership.com, you can find this episode, our previous episodes, and tons more resources to support you and challenge you in your leadership journey. This is Towards Leadership from Leadership Letters. Thank you so much for joining us. See you soon.